Hello and welcome to episode four of 110 Yards, the football coaching podcast. I'm Coach Aaron Page, the Canadian coaching American football in Germany. Our uh, Canadian football fact for this episode is um, we have, in Canadian football, three downs versus four downs. And what a down is during an offensive possession, you have basically three attempts to move the ball 10 yards. So the teams generally will punt on third down, whereas in American football, you have four downs to move the ball 10 yards or four attempts during your off- offensive possession to move the ball 10 yards. So, th- so it's a faster game. It's more a throwing game in Canadian football, and that's our fact for today. So today I want to talk about a few different things. Uh, first topic will be the importance of having a practice plan, um, the inclusivity of football as a as a sport and soccer kind of versus football debate and um, just uh, life in Germany, you know, getting around and we'll come to that later. But uh, so the importance of having a practice plan is uh, is big. You know, you have to look at what your goals are for the season, um, what your goals are for week to week as a team, what what kind of personnel you have. You have to look at all that. And, you know, I, I kind of was trying to think about what what it means as a practice plan. And you can use this in, in, in any sport or, you know, even if you're constructing a, a workout plan even, uh, what your goals are. And I kind of compared it to making a grocery list. So when you're making a grocery list, you you want to, you know, maximize your, your, your spending, uh, buy food that's healthy and, you know, um, kind of fuel your body and you're fueling your, your team with, with your practices. So you can have, you know, there's a, there's a million drills out there, but you have to look at, okay, are these drills going to help me on game day? Just like you can buy a bag of chips or buy some broccoli. Like what is gonna, you know, be overall, you know, the chips might fill you up early, just like doing a, doing a certain drill might, might be fun or, or, you know, whatever. But if it's not going to help you in the grand scheme of things, like why why are we running this drill? Does it does it translate to game day? You know, uh, in basketball the same thing. Uh, when I coach basketball, is this drill gonna help the team on the court, or is this drill gonna help the team on the field? So constructing your practice plan uh, has to, you know, get results that you see on game day. And one of my big things is I always say winning happens at practice. Just like if you're buying groceries, you know, you can spend. Um, a lot of money on pop and chips and all that and yeah it's going to give you energy really quickly but it's not really going to help you in the long run just like if you are running a drill where your your guys are running head first into each other yeah okay it's going to show them what contact is like but it's not you know that's never game like you know most tackles are on an angle it's just not really productive it's 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 going to do something but it's not going to help you on game day so, you know, you have to get implement your practice plan. Does it translate to what kind of offense you're running? If you're running a spread offense, you know, and you're, you're doing a lot of passing uh, drills, that, that, that works. If you're running a more traditional uh, run down your throat kind of offense and you don't throw the ball much, why, why are we working on, on passing? You know, it, it's, it just depends on what you're doing. Another thing with uh, planning a practice is uh, time management. So how long are you going to spend on each, on each drill? 
in in the last episode or the one before that I talked about, you know, we really had to hammer down on tackling. So the majority of our practices were spent doing tackling drills, proper technique, you know, things like that. And if if you've scheduled in 15 minutes for a drill, try to stick to that so you can move on and and stick to your practice plan in order to, like I said, winning happens at practice. So time management is a part of that. And coaches, if you have a hard time with that, designate an assistant to, you know, let you know, okay, hey, coach, one minute left. Okay, then you can move on to another drill, you know, maybe full team uh, offense, full team defense, and just really implement and uh, make sure you maximize your practice time, especially if you have limited practices during the week. Like if you're have only two two per week or three per week versus some teams that practice every day. So that's uh that's that's big time management. The next thing I want to talk about is um the inclusivity of football versus other sports and uh we'll touch a bit on uh soccer and uh the comparison between the two. But as far as a as a whole as uh football in my opinion um, and I'm, I'm open to comments if people, uh, and I'm not going to say all sports, but compared to most sports, football is one of the most inclusive sports you can play. Um, for example, you can be a lot of different body types. Like football, you need everybody. And yeah, you may not be the uh, sprinter that can run, you know, a 40-yard dash, 4-3, but you know what, you, you're, you're agile, uh, laterally and then you you know and you have a bit of size you can play linebacker uh there's always a spot for you on a football team whereas other sports um just in my experience like uh we'll we'll say soccer because we're talking about that later uh it's mostly you know fit endurance guys that can run you know all over the place um you know so football uh it, you can have uh, guys that are bigger you know uh, that might not be able to play soccer, run around. They they can play linemen. We talk about that later. You know, it includes a lot of different people and a lot of different skill sets that can be used one way or another on the football field. Which I think with football, you know, and it 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 just that's why I love the sport. It, it everybody can play. We need everybody. And uh, I actually talk with uh, Hannes Haug and Lucas Sauer Sauer Um they're two football players. Uh, Hannes is the uh, receiver and a kicker, and uh, Lucas is a quarterback. And we kind of dive into a little bit about soccer. They're both soccer players as well as football players, and uh, we get to get their take on uh, soccer and football, and you know, just a, a different opinion and how it kind of ties into football culture in Germany, like what we talked about in the uh, last episode. So I'm here with uh, Hannes Haug and. Uh, Lucas Sauerwein, Sauerwein, there we go. Okay, German names are tough for me to um, pronounce, but I want to talk to them. They they both play soccer as well. And, you know, there's a lot of soccer versus, or football versus American football in Germany. And, you know, they have Bayern Munich here. It's a very popular team worldwide. But do you think some guys that are making the switch to to football kind of, carry that attitude of you know like oh i got i got uh you know hit on the ankle and they go down for you know 10 minutes rolling around like is it what's the transition like do you think i think it's i think it's a prejudice prejudice that um soccer players are pussies because in the lower leagues you're 
you're. <laughs> it's it's like that. That's what North America thinks about soccer, uh, straight up. Like what what I'm saying right now. Like yeah, yeah. so, guys are tough playing soccer. It's not yeah, all, all what you see. Especially in the lower leagues, uh, they're they're tougher playing soccer because they're not that technical. So they have to work with their body. You know what I mean. And they use it more than yeah, yeah, than. Yeah. It's more physical. Yeah. In the and more like, like just for fun, and guys yeah. are don't really care about. I guess in and then the top top leagues like you're talking Champions League and stuff. They're trying to sell for the free kick because like every possession matters. I'd imagine no, in no. soccer. Um, and as far as like, so you'd say the toughness would have to be the same, or you need a little more. You in need. Football. You definitely need more for football, but. I think time brings that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and I would agree with that. Like kids starting out, and and even men starting out in in Canada, like it's not, if they've never played before, it's a shock. Yes. Like some some guys have the luxury of going from hockey to football, so they know what being physical is like. But that's interesting to hear that, like soccer can be just as physical at the you know rec level here, and it's it's probably a big part of German sports media and and culture. Like definitely, I mean everything. Soccer, I mean, like, soccer is like is the most popular yeah, sport in Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you start playing soccer at the age of I don't know three, four. Me myself, I started started playing soccer with four years. Yeah, and yeah. And, and it's easy. Can, you just need a pair of cleats. Yeah, like everybody yeah. can play it. Yeah, like basically everybody can. <laughs> Fat guy goes yeah. into the goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but and, but that, okay, that's a good point because. Uh, Football, in my opinion, is one of the most inclusive sports because we talk about a fat guy in football that's a lineman, and I say fat, but I mean bigger, bigger yeah. guys. <laughs> but uh, like they can be a superstar, right? Yeah. Uh, him going playing midfield in soccer is is unlikely. Just you know what I mean? Like yeah, it, yeah. in soccer, they just look for speed. So you you have to be fast. You have to be fast. Yeah. And if you're not that fast, even if you're not big, you're just slow. They, yeah, and they, football, you you can be slow, yeah. and you can you can make up for it in different ways with technique and and soccer. Sort of, if you're not, if the guy's faster than you, it's pretty much you you can't defend him. Yeah, no. In football, you can you know use leverage, and I mean you still need speed. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> um, uh, including myself, uh, <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, yeah, like I I feel like that's one thing football has over a lot of sports is the inclusive of of you can be whatever athletic type body type but still yeah. like still be a a superb athlete that's yeah. when i'm when i'm trying to recruit guys for for football they're always like mm, i don't know i'm so skinny i don't know i i can't fit in that team and then i say hey that's american football we need everybody yeah and and guys like maybe the bigger guys who have avoided sports because of their size don't realize that this is a sport where yeah. they aren't going to be the guy picked last. They, they're going to be the guy because yeah. you want him in front of you, which is interesting <laughs> to me. Um, another thing, too, Hannes, uh, he's the kicker, uh, and uh, Luke, Lucas is the quarterback. And uh, I just want uh, – so we did a kickoff in our last game we played, and I'm on kickoff when I'm running down, and, and uh, uh, we were talking about it after the game, and I just straight up fell. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know what I stepped in or whatever. And, and when I told Hannes about it after, he just started laughing because he had a front row seat. Um, you know, as I'm falling, I was so confused. I was like, what is happening? Like, like you can hear him laughing now. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not laughing about him. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, um, thanks, guys. Uh, I appreciate the, the input. And... Uh, you know, thanks for being on the the podcast. All right, um, we have a game Sunday in Munich, and 
you know, hopefully I don't fall this time. <laughs> you <won't. All> right. <laughs> One last thing I wanted to talk about, and um, it was actually a comment I from the last episode. I mentioned how it, uh, for for German uh, football fans here to watch NFL on a Sunday, you know, they, they'd either have to take the day off on Monday to stay up and watch a game at 2 a.m. Uh, a lot of them record the games and, and watch them later uh, if they can. And um, uh, Sasha, he was on last last week's episode. Uh, he's been playing the game for 33 years now. And uh, he told me back in the 80s um, what they would do is they sign up for this program. And when the games were filmed in the States, they would take a VHS tape of the game and mail it to Germany and basically you're on on a list and the more money you paid like somewhere around 30 marks like Deutschmarks this is back before euros or more the more you paid the the higher you were on the list and so the first person would get sent the tapes of the games he would watch them uh put them in the mail and then send them to the next person so if you could imagine you know, you're you're waiting for a game that's happened weeks ago, and you're just watching it for the first time on VHS. You know, that's crazy. And I, I, you know, that's that's diehard fan. Like that's you you love football if you're doing something like that. Uh, you know, I thought that was pretty amazing. Um, also heard some that people would would go to the airport because they would have the games on at the airport for some reason, and that's how they watched their football before. Um, you know today's technology of online streaming and everything they didn't have that they had vhs tapes mailed and then when you were done watching them you would mail them to the next guy on the list so i thought that was pretty cool and uh the last thing is um uh about living in germany uh transportation uh they have very good public transportation here like massive train systems and uh they're they're very easy to navigate even as a non-german speaking person and um, although there are hiccups, like the the other day, I was coming back from Augsburg with my friend Charles, and you know our ticket said platform seven. This is where the train's gonna be. It was on the little digital uh, sign. It was supposed to be there at five eleven. Five eleven comes and no train, and then all of a sudden the sign just changes to another destination, and we were sort of like, what? <laughs> what do we do now? And you know as as a non-German speaking person, I, I didn't hear the announcement saying that, uh, I don't know, the train was delayed or not coming. And, you know, um, a lot of people luckily speak English in Germany and you just have to be brave and kind of ask at that point. Um, I, but as a, as a person visiting a different country, different language, I suggest, you know, you make an attempt to learn, you know, a few key phrases like I need help. Uh, when's the next train, you know, things like that, just to help you, navigate some of these massive um train stations like you know in, in munich for example it, it is huge and it can be very intimidating and you know when, whenever you're traveling you always want to do your homework and look ahead and and just how how do i navigate these uh these train systems and uh you know safely and responsibly and i think it's important you know to sort of you know learn learn what you can so if you do come across someone that doesn't speak English, you can at least, you know, get some help. And we also have technology these days. A simple app probably can, can help you out. And, um, yeah, it's just uh, one of those things. No public transportation is perfect. We all know that. And um, 
that's part of life in Germany. They use the trains a lot, and it's it's definitely worth, you know, getting to know how to how to work that system. And and you can see a lot of great places in Europe if if you know how to ride the train. So uh, with that said, that's uh, this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, next week we'll have some new topics, some new guests. I like having guests on because it gives us a little more flavor to the episodes. And uh, look forward to. Uh, creating some more content for you guys. Um, My name is Coach Aaron Page, and I'll see you on the field.